0: Are you rejecting women unconsciously? Well, have you ever wondered why you meet a new woman and it just doesn't seem to go anywhere? Now, this could be something like you meet her out and you get her number. She seems interested at the time. Or maybe you've gone on a few dates with somebody or even started in a relationship and it doesn't seem to go anywhere. Well... There are a lot of things that we do in our unconscious. And they're things that we're just completely unaware of. And they're blind spots. And so the reason that I did this video for you guys today is to share some of the unconscious things, unconscious behaviors or thoughts or beliefs that we do. And by doing so, you can make a correction to the problem, right? Because if we don't know what a problem is, we can't fix it. So, I had a guy that made the suggestion for this video, pretty much this is what he said. Hi Craig, I wanted to thank you again for our awesome call about a week ago. I felt so much better hearing your feedback and just talking about things. I will definitely be scheduling another soon The reason I'm writing you today is, I have a question that I was hoping you could do a topic on. After talking with you, I'm starting to realize that I sabotage my chances with meeting women. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. I know I'm not over my ex, and I'm not sure I even want to date. Do you have any ideas? Well, I do, and... This is a problem that I see for many of you guys out there. So today I was thinking about things and I came up with 10 ways that we, or you, (laughs) unconsciously reject women or sabotage things with women, okay? I think this is going to be a really helpful list for you guys and you're probably going to start to see some things or think about things that you'd never thought about before, okay? So, these are really good. Ten ways you might unconsciously be rejecting women, okay? The first one is a big one, okay? If you're used to being rejected, and that's been your whole life, your early childhood, you were constantly rejected by your parents, okay, by your caregivers, you're probably going to unconsciously seek out rejection, okay? Because that is what is familiar to you. It's bizarre, I know. It doesn't make a lot of sense in a lot of ways. But yes, we are attracted to the familiar. So we are attracted to people that will reject us, okay? And it's just a it's because there's like some trauma involved with it. And when there's unresolved trauma, we try and unconsciously figure it out. Remember what I've said before, the unconscious or the unresolved will be repeated. Okay, either way, the unconscious or the unresolved will be repeated. And so that's what you're doing. You're, you're playing that out, that rejection You've been rejected by your parents. And so now you're going to be attracted to women that reject you because the love feels familiar. Even if it's not love, the dynamics, you know what I mean? That unconscious pattern you've always played out. It feels familiar, so you continue to do it. And it's not healthy, okay? Number two, if you're overly sensitive to rejection, you may be hypersensitive to even the smallest behavior that you see or interpret as rejection, okay? So, if you sense a rejection, you're obviously not going to pursue this woman, right? So, think about it. I'm going to say this again. If you're overly sensitive to rejection, you may be hypersensitive to even the smallest behavior from them that you interpret as a rejection. So, maybe her phone rings when you're talking to her for a few minutes and she picks it up and she gets involved with a a phone call or a text message and maybe it's something important so she has to kind of put you on hold for a minute to deal with this but you interpret that as a rejection right away and so you're like, oh great, I'm not going to waste my time and you just walk away defeated, right? Now, the thing about this is... It can be real or it can be imagined. So, it's, it's tough because when you're overly sensitive to rejection, you can start to create things that aren't even there. Like in that, the last example I gave was kind of good because you're creating it um, that the woman didn't actually do anything but you know, handle a phone call, but you interpreted it, you created in your mind that it was about you being rejected and you're going to be overly sensitive to that. Okay. Number three, you're scared. If you're scared to meet someone new and open up and try again with somebody new, you may be doing things to unconsciously sabotage them because you're scared. And so... There's some unconscious part of you that is trying to keep you safe and so you're doing who knows what to reject them first, to sabotage things because you're scared, right? Because, let's face it, anytime you put yourself out there, you're risking heartbreak. Okay. Number four. Rejecting them first. You may be rejecting people that would be interested in getting to know you. And you could be doing this maybe by nitpicking little things. And you're disqualifying them before you give them a chance. So you are rejecting them because, you're, you know, that's like, you know, I'm not going to give them a chance. Eh, forget it. They're not worth it. Uh, this is wrong with them. That's wrong with them. And they could be perfectly great people to get to know, but you just keep rejecting them first. Okay, number five. Testing. Do you test other people? Do you put up barriers so they can't get close to you? Maybe you do things that you know will push them away right away. And so, you do this, you test them, and you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to see how they handle this. And let's face it, if they barely know you, they're probably not going to push forward because the barrier could be too big and it might not seem worth it to them. Okay. Number six, choosing someone who is unavailable. Okay. Now, people will do all kinds of very interesting things. For example, um, you might have a lesbian who is in love with a straight girl, okay? I know that's kind of (laughs) not valid for you guys out there, but it's the first one that came to my mind. If you have a woman that is in love, a lesbian that's in love with a straight girl, she's choosing someone who's unavailable to her, okay? For you guys... Maybe you're chasing after a girl that's married. She's unavailable. Or, um, who, I don't know. I can't think of any other examples. But you've got to be choosing a partner or choosing a woman that is available, right? She's got to be free to date you. Okay, number seven. Making up stories or excuses so you don't have to approach them. Oh, she looks like a... You know what I'm saying? Or she's got resting... You know what I'm saying? I'll be polite. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, oh, she doesn't look like she's nice, or whatever. You know, you're you're coming up with all kinds of stories or excuses, so you don't have to do it. Okay, number eight not staying present with them in the interaction. This is a big one. Um, You have to be present with somebody that you're trying to get interested. You know what I mean? If you're meeting somebody new, you want to be present with them. You want to make eye contact with them. You want to be engaging with them. And if you're not, if you're distracted, maybe you're staring at other women that walk by or... Maybe you keep pulling out your phone and checking the score of a game. Well, that's going to reject her and make her feel like you're not interested or you don't care. All right. Number nine. This one is a big one. This one's a really big one. And I see this one, I would say, every day. Only wanting your ex. I get it. I know where you're coming from, but it's going to be very hard to give anybody an opportunity if you're only interested in your ex. And you won't give someone new a chance. Uh, Now, you may feel like you're not ready, or you feel like, you know, what's the point of trying to date somebody new? Because if my ex comes back around... I don't want to date this new person." So I see that one a lot. Only wanting your ex. You're going to be rejecting these new women. And number 10, the last one, comparing them to your ex. This is not fair either. You can't compare somebody that you barely know and barely have any interactions with to somebody that you have known, been intimate with, been vulnerable with, fell in love with, grown attached to. It's not fair. And you don't want to do that because you could be disqualifying perfectly good partners or potential partners and even amazing partners. Maybe somebody that blows your ex away because you're hung up and you haven't moved on yet. It's, It's good to be aware that you could be doing this, okay? So, comparing them to your ex, oh, uh, she's not like this, like my ex, and, you know, you have your ex as the ultimate woman, and I get it, you're attached to her, you have strong feelings for her, but it's it's not fair to compare them, okay? Don't compare the two. If you want to get to know somebody new, get to know her on her own merit. Figure out who she is by herself. And see all, you know, look at all of her qualities that she has. Because, I, you know, there's a good chance that she has good qualities in or certain areas that your ex didn't. And maybe, you know, your ex had things that obviously they weren't perfect. And so this new person won't be perfect. But when you're comparing somebody that you don't really know to somebody that you were in love with and attached to, it's simply not going to be fair. So... When you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, and I do Skype coaching, and emergency coaching if you have to get with me within 24 hours. If you like the video, throw a like on there. I do appreciate that. And be sure to subscribe to the channel, because I do post videos Monday through Friday. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon.